the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. A great show for you tonight. A craft beer guest that's going to be joining me later this hour. The usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Catulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on. On those two platforms, we are Alexa-ready as well. Just say to your Alexa-enabled device, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and you can hear the show right from your Alexa-enabled device. And uh, very soon, we're going to also be linked to the Hopped Up Network. I don't know if it's going to be on this week's program or maybe the following week, uh, but the Hopped Up Network is a collection of different uh, podcasts and radio shows that have to deal with beer, Um it's a, a great little site. It's kind of like a one-stop shopping uh, for everything involving uh, beer podcasts. So you definitely want to check that out, uh, and I will get you some more information on next week's program on uh, the Hopped Up Network and how you can get on there, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think we're going to get it done for this week's show. It'll probably be for next week's show. Coming up in about 20 minutes, Steve Bauer from Ghost Hawk Brewing in Clifton, New Jersey, is going to join me. They just had their grand opening yesterday on Saturday. Uh, and I was there last Monday for a private industry event and uh, spoke with Steve, uh, did a little uh, quick interview off of my um, my smartphone, and uh, I'll bring you that interview in about 20 minutes from now. And uh, we'll expand a little bit more about Ghost Hawk Brewing, first brewery in Passaic County. They're in Clifton, New Jersey. They are right across the street from Rutz Hut, uh, the famed uh, hot dog eatery uh, in Clifton, New Jersey. So we'll talk to Steve uh, coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Pour Some Sugar on Me from Def Leppard uh, from the Hysteria album. 31 years ago this week, that single debuted off of the Hysteria album back in 1988. So pretty cool. I graduated from high school in 1988. You can do the math. Figure out how old I am. Yes, I'm old. Or I'm getting old. Let's put it that way. So uh, very cool. Didn't know that. It, it kind of just popped up on uh, one of these Facebook searches that I was doing or whatever and uh, decided to play that. I actually played it the other day on the Joe Piscopo show, uh, but, um, you know, felt like playing it here this week since it was this week that that song came out. Hope everyone is having a great Easter or a Passover. Of course, it's the end of Easter, uh, and uh, or it, it's the end of Easter, but the start of Passover. I always get those holidays mixed up, but I hope everyone had a great uh, Easter Sunday with family, friends, however you celebrate it. Well, let's get into some news and notes. A lot of local stuff going on. So Alewife Brewing Company uh, is uh, going to be building in Sunnyside, Queens. Uh, they are going to start making beer in the coming months in a 7,500-square-foot, one-story warehouse on 39th Street, just off Skillman Avenue, 
in the neighborhood, its first ever brewery, and this makes the third of Alewife's brewing locations within less than a year. Now, the brew pub uh, in nearby Long Island City began producing very small batches of beer on the premises last summer. The company also rents space at an established facility in the Bronx to brew and package core offerings like Death to Ego, one of their IPAs. Alewife opened as a bar in 2011 owned by Patrick and Roz Doniger. Uh, they also run three bars in Manhattan, Fool's Gold on the Lower East Side and the Jeffrey and the Rochard on the Upper East Side. Because of the three-tiered system governing the sale of alcoholic beverages in New York, the couple are in the process of selling their bars in order to legally operate the brewery. They're going to keep the brew pub, uh, but they are going to, they are go- in, in Long Island City, but they're going to sell and divest their interests in the three bars uh, that they run in Manhattan. So in addition to Death to Ego uh, and its double dry hop version released uh, recently, regular offerings which are available on draft and in cans include Meadow Maker, which is a hazy, juicy IPA, a Thousand Stars, a Pilsner with a, uh, with a pretty good bitter uh, bite to it. And, and I've had Thousand Stars. It's a very good beer. Uh, Lupin, Lupin of Vibrations, a rotating line of lush IPAs showcasing single hop varieties. Uh, so they, they've they got a bunch of different things, and their head brewer, Keir Hamilton, uh, has been doing a great job uh, over at um, at Alewife here. So um, Hamilton, who used to brew for Six Point, uh, uses the one-barrel brew house in Long Island City. It's nicknamed the Scullery, they call it. Sits behind a big glass window to, experiments, uh, to experiment with different styles and refine recipes. So uh, they, they do very small batches there. And then they are contract brewing in the Bronx using the equipment of another uh, beer maker, uh, Torch and Crown Brewing Company, so that um, they're able to mass produce their beers and put them out in cans. And as uh, Doniger has said, Patrick Doniger, he said, we get to work closely with them and have a full creative control, which is rare when you're contract brewing. Believe me, that is very rare. Usually it's, hey, we're borrowing your facilities. Uh, We're going to bring some stuff, but the rest of it, uh, the brewer, con- the brewery controls whoever you're, you know, you're brewing with. So you really don't have a lot of control over what you're brewing. And uh, as Patrick says, it's been a good fit for us as we establish the brand. So the Donegars are hoping that they will be uh, brewing and serving beer in Sunnyside by June. Uh, though they're going to continue to produce and package beers at Torch and, Gr- and Crown, which itself is planning to open a brewery and tap room in Soho around the same time. So. It's a. It, this is a, a kind of a big deal for them, and the fact that they are divesting themselves of their businesses. They're taking a big leap here, uh, but um, this is the leap that they've wanted to take for a long time. Patrick Doniger had emigrated from uh, Ireland, and uh, he is ready to make that next step. So kudos to Alewife. Uh, good luck to them, and uh, hopefully they are up and running in June uh, to get things moving. So if you haven't had Alewife's beer yet and you're in the five boroughs, definitely seek them out. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Now, Topping Goliath Brewing has just come to the tri-state area. They're in New York. Uh, they are also going to be in New Jersey as well. In fact, I think my local establishment, Paragon Tap and Table, is going to be doing a Topping Goliath uh, Tap takeover next Thursday, which I plan on attending uh, to try some of their beers, maybe meet one of their reps. Uh, but they are doing a, uh, a five-course dinner uh, in Brooklyn uh, Bear Burger is doing this. It's at 149 Court Street from 7.30 to 10 p.m., and I think this is next Thursday. I just want to make sure that um, I have the, uh, the, the, play, the, the event. Let me see. Let me make sure I have this. Uh, 
I have to click on this because this is, oh no, this is their main site. So I'm trying to figure out where, ah, okay, it's Tuesday, April 23rd. So it's this coming Tuesday on Court Street between 7.30 and 10 p.m. Bear Burger is doing a five-course dinner with Toppling Goliath Brews. So if you're around uh, Court Street in Brooklyn uh, this Tuesday, and you have to get tickets for this, uh, and you can go on their Facebook page. You can buy the tickets in advance. So they're doing a um, a guapo chop salad paired with Dorothy steam beer. Then they're doing waffle fl- fries with buffalo sauce, smoked sauce, garlic aioli, hot honey scallions paired with Pompeii IPA. And then your entree is Beyond Bratwurst with pickled onions, pickled jalapenos, guacamole, pico de gallo, Santa Fe vinaigrette, buffalo sauce, and Parmesan paired with a pseudo Sioux pale ale. That's followed by Supreme Twin Sliders, Original and Evil Twin, paired with King Sue, a double IPA, and Fire Skulls and Monkey Money IPA. And then finally for dessert, a coconut and coffee milkshake with chocolate sauce, coconut whipped cream, chocolate sprinkles, I'm getting diabetes already just reading this, paired with morning latte breakfast out. That's pretty cool. So uh, if you're in the area Tuesday, uh, the 23rd of April, 149 Court Street, Bear Burger, uh, in Brooklyn from 7.30 to 10 p.m. Uh, the beer pairings, of course, are going to be by Toppling Goliath Brewing, and you get your food provided to you by Bear Burger. So that sounds like a very cool event. And then finally, our good friends from Heavy Seas, uh, they are announcing their next release from its 15-barrel brew house, Paw Power. It's a wheat ale brewed with orange peel and black currant. The beer will be exclusively available in four packs of 16-ounce cans and on draft in the Heavy Seas tap room at the brewery during their annual Pups and Pints event on May 19th. Uh, a portion of all draft beer sales during this event and sales of Paw Power 4-packs will be donated to the Baltimore Animal Rescue and Care Shelter. Pups and Pints will take place at the Heavy Seas Brewery Sunday, May 19th from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Guests are encouraged to bring their dogs, enjoy live music, food trucks, and outdoor games. Barks will also have dogs that are available for adoption on site. That's very cool. It's a ticketed event. All $5 ticket proceeds being donated to Barks, as well as a portion of all the draft beer sales, as I mentioned, and a portion of sales of the four packs of Paul Power. For more information and advanced tickets, you can go to hsbeer.com for more information. So that's cool. So uh, if you're uh, in the Baltimore area uh, and you're looking uh, to adopt a dog, you can head down to the event at the Heavy Seas Brewery. They will have dogs there available for adoption. And if you have a dog, they are encouraging you to bring your pet as they are pet friendly. Now, in New Jersey, brewery, there are a lot of breweries that are not pet friendly because New Jersey law says uh, it is a food establishment. You can't have animals near the food. I don't know what food um, breweries have in New Jersey because it's pellets and, and things of that nature. It's not stuff that you can consume, but I understand it even if I don't necessarily agree with it. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news from around the beer world, including some changes at Ballast Point, which at this point in the game, that Ballast Point has been acquired by Constellation Brands, doesn't really surprise me at all. And I think we're seeing a change in how big breweries operate, and we've been seeing that over the last several months. Folks, we're just getting started on this program that focuses on this delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder likes the president's plan for illegal immigrants. You're the one who says that illegal aliens provide all sorts of talent and and diversity and economic prosperity to a community. Why should you refer to what President Trump is doing as dumping? He is actually providing access and and allowing you to welcome even more uh, visitors to your city where they can enjoy sanctuary status. The Larry Elder Show. 
Weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 970. The answer. Hi, this is Alexander Green, Chief Investment Strategist for the Oxford Club. Just for a moment, I'd like you to picture the perfect stock. No doubt it would have hundreds of billions in revenue, more than IBM, Facebook, and Google. It would probably be a leader in cutting-edge technology like smartphones and robotics. It would be on the verge of dozens of blockbuster announcements. But most of all, it would be ultra-cheap, trading at less than $3 a share. Now, it may seem crazy that such a stock exists, but it does. It's a cutting-edge tech company that has made deals worth hundreds of millions of dollars with Nokia, Microsoft, and Cisco, and a $29.2 billion deal with Apple. It's set to create 50,000 new jobs right here in America, and Donald Trump even calls it the eighth wonder of the world. Yet you've likely never even heard of the stock. Why? Because it trades under a secret name. To find out why the secret $3 stock can help you retire, simply go to OneStockRetirement.com. That's OneStockRetirement. Need to grow your business? Want to get ahead of your competition? Call Salem Surround for full-service digital marketing. Salem Surround. Digital solutions. Real results. Call Greg Cooper at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as the conversation continues about immigration, about our health care system. It's all about us. It's all about the truth, wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live. Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Every year, our sister station, WMCA, holds a special event where they give back to the hardworking pastors in our community. This year, we want to invite all pastors to join WMCA and keynote speaker Dr. Tony Evans of The Alternative on May 24th for the Pastors Appreciation Breakfast and Ministry Exhibition at Anton's in Queens Village. Complimentary tickets for pastors can be ordered at am570themission.com. Listeners can purchase their tickets at am570themission.com as well. The Pastors Appreciation Breakfast is sponsored by the Deaf Bible Society. Teens in foster care will love you, even if you don't know the lingo. Dad bod. Now, the result of the occasional donut always washed down with confidence. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, what you're listening to right there, that's Joe Bonamassa. And that is the great Slohan Eric Clapton. And I'll get to this tune in just a second, but you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T. U-double-L-O, Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast via email at AlbertGNYCRadio.com and iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AGCraftBeerCast and you can find all the shows on those two platforms. Just listen to this. That's Clapton singing. Bonamass is playing the little bits in between. Further on up the road is the song. Now that's Joe ripping into the soul. 
These two guys got together a number of years ago playing this. Now, Clapton has kind of slowed down now because he's getting ready to retire. But uh, let me tell you something. That has to be one of the one of the best blues songs I've ever seen two guys play together. I've seen a lot of blues artists over the years, uh, and it, it's just amazing. Clapton is just an unbelievable talent. Uh, I've seen Eric a bunch of times. Joe Bonamassa, I actually saw for the first time in 1990. I was in Wildwood, New Jersey uh, uh, with a couple of friends, uh, and we were at, on a vacation with uh, my friend Nicole, my other friend Gwen, uh, Nicole's parents, a couple of other people. It was like all girls and me, right? Platonic friends. So we go to this club in Wildwood, and this band is playing that night. There's maybe eight people in the club. The guy at the door is like, just come in, you know, we'll, we'll let you in, blah, blah, blah. It was like $5 cover, whatever. Okay, we go in. And it turns out the band is made up of 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 children of other musicians. Barry Oakley Jr., um, Waylon Krieger, uh, uh, Robbie Krieger's son, uh, Sam, Sammy Hagar's son, Aaron Hagar, who was the lead singer, and this young guitar player who was barely 16 or 17 years old, Joe Bonamassa. He blew us away. Then they ended up all hanging out with us after the show. We bought T-shirts. They signed them all. And I remember saying to both Nicole and Gwen that night, I said, this kid playing guitar is going to be a talent. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Think Stevie Ray, Clapton, all those guys mixed into one. That is Joe Bonamassa. What an unbelievable talent, and that is a fantastic song. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Steve Barrow from Ghost Talk Brewing in Clifton, New Jersey, is going to join me. They just had their grand opening on Saturday. I was at an industry event that they had invited me to, a private one, uh, last Monday. We'll talk all about the brewery, the beers that they have there, everything else. It's a, it was a lot of fun. It's directly across the street uh, from the famed Rutz Hut in Clifton, New Jersey, for hot dogs. Big story that I wanted to get into that happened this week. So Ballast Point... Uh, Constellation Brands uh, shut down two of Ballast Point Brewing's facilities in Southern California. They also backed out of a plan to open a brew pub in San Francisco. This coming from Brewbound, great website for uh, craft beer information. So a spokeswoman with the New York-based Beer, Wine, and Spirits Company uh, confirmed the closure of Ballast Point Brewing's 80,000-square-foot Trade Street Sour Beer and Barrel Aging Facility, which opened in San Diego in late 2017, as well as its Temecula, California-based brew pub. That opened in 2016. And Constellation has also abandoned plans to open a brew pub in San Francisco's Mission Bay neighborhood where the NBA's Golden State Warriors are building a new stadium. Now, the decision comes two weeks after Constellation recorded a $108 million impairment charge to Ballast Point's trademarks, essentially admitting, this from Brewbound, it overpaid when it bought the business for $1 billion in late 2015. Constellation previously recorded an $87 million impairment charge to the Ballast Point trademarks in June of 2017. Now, that's a lot of money. I mean, uh, you're talking over $190 million worth of money that they had to uh, pay down. Jobs, of course, are going to be affected by this. Uh, the company said it would help with uh, impacted employees, transition opportunities either within or outside the company. The Trade Street Brewery, a brewery featured a 40-barrel brew house, a dedicated bottling line, wooden barrels, and capacity to support approximately 275,000 cases of sour and barrel-aged beer annually. That's according to Good Beer Hunting. Uh, operations at the Trade Street location will transition over the coming months, meaning they're going to move those uh, tanks and stuff to their, I'm assuming, their Miramar location. And the Temecula Brew Pub closed uh, immediately uh, upon this announcement. And they also said that layoffs could extend beyond the brewery and brew pub locations as well. 
Um, a source that Brubaum uh, uses is said that uh, sales positions in the South and Midwest were also eliminated. Uh, this is very important here with Ballast Point. Now, they had made layoffs last year. They're making another set of layoffs right now. Um, and I-, I wonder if Constellation overextended themselves. They acquired Ballast Point about three and a half years ago. But Ballast Point has not exploded, I think, the way that they expected them to. So they they uh, produced about 403,000 barrels in 2016, Ballast Point. Uh, in 2017, they were down. They made only 377,000 barrels. And according to market research firm IRI, off-premise volume sales of Ballast Point uh, products declined uh, about 3.5% in 2018. So... It's interesting uh, how how the things are going on. They also said uh, in the in the article from Brubound, amid the layoffs and closures, Constellation has continued to pursue brew pub expansions across the country and has consolidated its brewing operations to a brewing campus in San Diego's Miramar neighborhood. It also uh, introduced redesigned packages, lowered pricing, and they also bought ad time during the 2017 uh, World Series. So what what's interesting about this, and that's the point that I wanted to bring up here, you know, they bought the brand. The brand was still at an enormous price point. You know, you're talking $15, $16 for a six-pack. People were not spending that kind of money on a beer that now had been acquired by a bigger brewery, and they were no longer, quote-unquote, a craft brewery, right? I myself went out of the way to avoid going to their place in Miramar when I was out there and I was in the area, but I didn't want to go because I said, most of the beer that they produce, I can get in New Jersey. There's nothing special here that I'm going to get. Maybe there was, but it just wasn't worth a stop to have a couple of beers there. On top of that, so they redid the packaging, maybe to catch people's eye. Then they lowered the price because they realized people weren't buying it at $15, $16 a pop. Now they've got it down to about $10, uh, $11 a six-pack, which is good. But again, the beer is not knocking people out. And again, I think what you have to remember here, and this is the most important thing, and I think this is what uh, mid-sized level breweries are having a problem with now, is you're competing with a hyper-local market that is making very good beer. All over, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, across the nation, including California, down in Florida, all these places, they're making great beer at about the same price point that Ballast Point is. Some of it is higher. Yes, I get it. $15 to $20 for a four-pack. Some people don't want to pay that price, but there are a lot of people that do, and that's important. I think that's what we need to keep in mind here. The hyper-local beers are becoming more successful right now because they're locally owned, they're making great beer, and people are going out to buy them. I myself, if I see a local beer on tap at a bar, that's where I'm going after. Um, this is very important. I think we're going to start. We're seeing more of this trend, more and more. Green Flash pulled back everything and started and stayed in the West Coast because they couldn't do anything uh, anywhere else, and they were in 40 states, 35, 40 states. So I think this is a trend that we're seeing more and more now, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see it from other brewers as well. Again, if I have a choice to buy Ballast Point or Lagunitas. Um, you know, or let's say Wet Ticket or Weyerbacher or Kane or Carton, I'm going to buy those local brands before I buy the big national brand. Uh, our good friend, speaking of local, Five Boroughs Brewing is now available in Westchester, Putnam, and Rockland counties. They're kicking off some uh, tap takeovers Wednesday, April 24th from 7 to 9 p.m. They'll be at the Sedona Tap House in Mamaroneck. And on Friday, May 10th from 6 to 8.30 p.m., they'll be at DeSisio and Sons in Brewster. So, again, now you can get Five Boroughs Beer, Westchester, Putnam, and Rockland Counties there. Uh, Live from New York beer is out. It's a great beer. You definitely want to check that out. Kind of tailored to that Saturday Night Live theme. 
Uh, and also Hazy Stupid Love, their Double Dry Hop Northeast IPA, uh, is back in cans. They had it in draft only, but now it is back in cans, or actually in cans now, that you can purchase as well. And they're having a summer ale launch party, which their summer ale is excellent from Five Burrows. Uh, May 5th from 2 to 6 p.m. at the brewery. Come down to Sunset Park. They're going to have uh, Empanada Papa. They're going to have live tunes from Drown Your Boots. Uh, they have a Facebook event set up. Just go to Five Burrows Brewing on Facebook. Do a search for that, and you will see the info for the Summer Ale launch party. Definitely got to get a couple of six-packs of Summer Ale uh, for some summer concerts this year. And then finally, uh, Common Roots, they're doing a benefit for Common Roots. Single Cut North, they have their facility where the old Schmaltz Brewery was. They've taken that over, Single Cut. They put together a benefit to help out Common Roots Brewing. Their tasting room and brewery were damaged in a fire a few weeks back. So Single Cut North has put together this fundraiser, a great lineup of beers. It is going to be Saturday, May 4th from 5 to 8 p.m. Single Cut North located at 6 Fairchild Square in Clifton Park, New York. Again, the event is for eight, uh, for 21 and older. Uh, no pets or kids are permitted. Uh, Saturday, May 4th from 5 to 8 p.m. You definitely want to, if you're in that area in, in uh, Clifton Park, New York, Definitely help these guys out. Common Roots, they make great beers. A lot of good breweries that are going to be there. Alewife, Barrier, Big Alice Brewing is going to be there. Uh, Flagship will be there. Killsboro, Randolph Beer, Single Cut, of course, Six Points going to be there. Sloop Brewing, Thin Man, Torch and Crown, uh, Wolf Hollow. A lot of great breweries that are going to be there. And all the proceeds... Uh, all net proceeds will be donated to the staff fund accomplished through the incredible generosity of local businesses and breweries from across the state who share Single Cut's belief in community. This is great. Saturday, May 4th, 5 to 8 p.m. at Single Cut North, 6 Fairchild Square in Clifton Park, New York, to help out Common Roots Brewery. When we come back after a short break, Steve Bauer from Ghost Hawk Brewing in Clifton, New Jersey, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It is partly cloudy and 55 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Amanda's facing charges for allegedly stabbing a subway conductor in the Bronx on Sunday morning. The attack took place at around 11 a.m. at the station at 149th Street in the Grand Concourse. Police say 20-year-old Walter Rivera got into a verbal fight with the conductor and then stabbed him in the shoulder and torso. The conductor was rushed to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Rivera has been charged with assault and criminal possession of a weapon. The Transport Workers Union is calling for the attacker to be punished with the full weight of the law. Three people are injured after fire tore through a building in Harlem on Sunday morning. Firefighters called to 130th Street and Lenox Avenue at around 11.30 a.m. The blaze under control less than an hour later. Three people were injured and brought to Harlem Hospital with minor injuries. In sports, the Yankees defeated Kansas City 7-6 in 10 innings at Yankee Stadium. In St. Louis, the Mets lost to the Cardinals 6-4. Major League Soccer NYCFC defeated D.C. United 2-0. Time to check the traffic in Queens on the Grand Central eastbound by the Kew Gardens Interchange. An earlier crash did clear. Meanwhile, on the George Washington Bridge, delays of up to 30 minutes on the inbound upper deck and 20 for the lower level. The Lincoln Tunnel looking good in both directions. Holland still at 25 to 30 minutes in the outbound direction. And into New Jersey, Route 202 in Montville still closed between the northbound 287 and southbound ramps from 202 due to an earlier crash involving a vehicle with downed wires on the roadway. 
You now know how not to go. The weather forecast for tonight, mostly cloudy skies, chance of a few showers, low 50 to 55 degrees. Monday, mostly cloudy, light rain, high 65. Monday night, evening rain, then mostly cloudy, low 55. Then on Tuesday, mostly sunny, high between 65 and 70. The outlook for Wednesday, partly sunny, a few showers possible, high of 70 degrees. I'm Dave Benning on AM 970, The Answer. If you don't dispose of the unused or expired prescription drugs in your home, they might find a new one. They could end up misplaced, stolen, or simply misused. Whatever the case, don't be the dealer. Keep them safe. Clean them out. Take them back at the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration's National Prescription Drug Take-Back Day, Saturday, April 27th. To find a collection site, please visit DEATakeBack.com. This ad brought to you by the DEA, New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hi, Calvin McCullough. Are you one of the 80% of Americans that experiences back pain? Do you suffer from sciatica or spinal stenosis? Afraid of the potential surgical complications of going under the knife to remedy your pain? Then Brooklyn Spine Center is the place for you. Dr. Melinda Keller is not only a friend of mine, she's the director who specializes in non-surgical spinal decompression. She utilizes the DRX-9000 to make your lower back pain a thing of the past. Give Dr. Keller a call right now. 718-234-6200. That's 718-234-6200. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com, and don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast, and you can follow the, all the shows on those two platforms. A little except, living for tonight from their Metal Heart album, probably one of my favorite albums, uh, from Accept and uh, Udo Dirk Schneider. But uh, coming up here in this segment, had a chance uh, to get invited to an industry event over and uh, for uh, Ghost Hawk Brewing in uh, Clifton, New Jersey, right across the street from the famed Rutz Hut, the great hot dog place in uh, New Jersey. Uh, voted, I think it was voted the best hot dog in the country uh, not too long ago. But anyway... Um, Steve Bauer and um, Tom Rochelski uh, invited me to this industry event. I was very happy to go over there and check the brewery out. And I have to say, they just opened on Saturday their grand opening. And what a fantastic job they are doing over there. So let's get into this interview with Steve Bauer. I'll talk more about their beers in our Suds and Duds, Duds segment Excuse me, coming up in our next segment. But without further ado, here's my interview with Steve Bauer at Ghost Talk Brewing. We're uh, live at uh, Ghost Talk Brewing. It's Algatulo with the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast here. And uh, the folks at Ghost Talk were doing an industry night. They were kind enough to invite me down, Tom and Steve. And we're sitting here with Steve Bauer right now as the brewery is about to open this coming Saturday. Now, obviously, this interview is not going to air until Sunday night, but... Steve, you, you guys did uh, a little private event on Saturday, this last Saturday. Now you're doing the event tonight for industry people. Uh, how has the turnout been? It's been great. It's been great. Um, we, we did have a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, 
a couple months ago to help us, you know, cover some bills. It, you know, it was all over our social media, and one of the uh, prizes in or the perks you could buy into from that was an invite to the soft opening, which we had on Saturday. Um, so we, you know, had people that helped us, you know, get to where where we had to get to and open the place, and gave them a good night, and we had food and everything else for them, and uh, it was a good, it's a good solid event. People love the beers, they love the service, and they love the space. So uh, yeah, we're excited. We're excited. And, and part of that that crowdfunding event was the fact that you guys had already uh, secured the space. You were getting ready to you know to to do the construction inside the building, and then it turns out. Uh, PSE&G came in. There was a there was a power problem, correct. apparently, of yeah. hooking up the power from the street to the building. Correct. correct. Yeah, yeah. We we were we already had equipment in the building, and uh, you know it, we were late in the game, and they're saying, okay, well, you know, you need X amount of power to, to power this equipment, or you can't even move forward. So now we have equipment that we can't do anything with. It's basically just sitting there collecting dust. Right. So uh, yeah, they sent us a bill. It was about twenty one thousand dollars, and said, hey, you know, you need to pay this up front. You don't there's no payment plans. There's no none of this. So we, you know, we had to scramble and you know try to raise funds, and we were able to. Do do it actually with the crowdfunding we, we, we raised just short of $21,000 on the crowdfunding to, to get to cover the cover the expense and we're talking with Steve Bauer here one of the co-owners of uh, Ghost Talk Brewing here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 the answer and that you know that's the interesting thing when you know you're dealing with a, a, a small brewery and you're trying to open up you're, you're budgeting money for certain things but yeah. you never get to the point because we've talked about this before uh, where you're not budgeting 20 grand to have to pay for power you're assuming yeah. when you're renting the building that you're going to be able to hook up without a problem correct yeah that's correct yeah I mean that was I mean we knew we needed some kind of power upgrade but we had talked to them originally and they had mentioned like okay yeah well um, you know that, that it, it seemed that it would be covered on their end you know uh, if we need an upgrade but it, that was only if the whole building got an upgrade. If an individual unit in the building was the only one that required it, the, the expense fell on us. So that's really what the what the got issue it. was, yeah. So uh, I've gotten a chance to try uh, every one of the beers. Actually, what I'm drinking right now is the Dedalian Wheat, which is very nice. It's, it's very subtle. But I'll tell you, the cherry one, and I'm not a big fan of, of cherry, uh, cherry wheat beers... That is a really nice summer, springtime type of beer. That's what you were looking for, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we did a 15-barrel batch of the of the wheat, um, and we took that same base beer, we split the batch, and we did a five-gallon uh, five infusion of uh, pureed cherry, um, uh, tart cherry. So it's it just it changes the whole characteristic of the beer. It's, it's an easy summer sipper. I mean, it's and honestly, I'm not um, personally like a big wheat beer drinker myself. I could put these things back like crazy, and I'm like, they're they're you know they're a little dangerous. So it, it is even at four percent, it's a little dangerous. But what I liked about it was the fact that the cherry was very subtle. Yeah. It didn't overpower your palate when you were drinking it, so that you could drink two or three of them sitting at a summer barbecue and not correct. be overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, correct, absolutely correct. Yeah, you, it's not. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. We weren't going for uh, a real smack of the cherry flavor. It's right. just a, a really subtle flavor on the cherry, and and uh, just a good characteristic. Uh, you know, uh, it's, the same, it's the same beer, and uh, we actually wanted to. Take that that wheat batch and change up the fruit every few months as well. So a few months from now, we'll change to a different fruit and and you know try to keep it uh, like a seasonal kind of thing going with that as well. Uh, but yeah, we're we're really excited about the about the wheat. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Great reception for it. Excellent. We're talking with Steve Bauer here on Ghost, uh, with uh, Ghost Talk Brewing on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. Now the one that definitely sneaks up on you is that Trouble IPA. Yeah, the Trouble IPA is a special one. Um, you know, Chris had been brewing with it, and so Chris was uh, he. He got his hands on these lotus hops, which are, are pretty new in the market, and uh, got it. Yeah. So you got these, you know, you got these lotus hops, and you know, I mean, I don't know if he's if he's just never used them before, or whatever. But he he texted me, you know, while while it was in the fermenter, and he's like, hey, look, you know, this, uh, you know, I'm taking readings on this on this IPA, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's coming out a lot stronger than I than I thought. 
And I was, I said, well, what's the problem? He goes, well, it's, you know, he's like, we're going for a double. We really maybe not, maybe shouldn't call it a double because it's 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 over nine percent now and it's still uh, growing, you know. So I said, okay, well, that that sounds like trouble, and and then that's kind of how we came up with the name of the, the Trouble IPA. So right. it's not a double, it's not a triple, but it's trouble, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. it's definitely trouble. It yeah. will sneak up on you at nine percent <laughs> if you drink more than three of them. It's definitely going to put you out for the count. Now, what I liked about the Raven Dark Stout. Uh, as we're talking with Steve Bauer from Ghost Talk Brewing here at Ghost Talk Brewery, they're getting ready to open. They're actually open now uh, on Saturday. They open Saturday. We're on Sunday nights on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, the Raven Dark Stout, which I, what I really liked was the fact that it was dry and not super boozy. You'd, you know, you'd, you'd expect it to be a more boozier type of stout, but I think what you guys were going for, and correct me if I'm wrong, is something dark and light that people can enjoy and eventually down the road you're going to make something a little bit more boozy correct correct because we this this stout is a flagship stout that we're going to brew all year long same same recipe so um we are going to do specialty stouts down the road of course but we want this one to be a very drinkable e- you know a little easier on the palate and a little drier so it's it's so it's something that's not you know uh, i guess a lot of people when they think of a the stout they think of maybe the fall winter we want this to be a stout that you could drink all year long so that's why it's not you know really really you know strong on the boozy end um it's it's got a it's got a drier side to it, and we we really love it. I mean, it's got a good like a lot of notes of coffee and cocoa, and uh, it's it's it, you know my mom doesn't drink it all, and right? She loves this stout. That's, and see, I, that's good. yeah, and mom I, likes it. Yeah, it's gotta yeah, be good, yeah. Right? It's, it's it's it was funny to see her drinking this stout. She's like, oh, I like this. I don't I don't even like beer. <laughs> so so here's the and the Apex Predator IPA. It's not really a, it's not a juicy IPA. It's more of a I mean you you've got that haze in there, but it's not it's not super juicy. That that kind of Hazy juice bomb that everybody wants, right? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it was. A, it would be a juice bomb, but it, it's 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 got that hazy ca- characteristic, the hazy color, and it is it's just a tasty IPA. I mean, we, we I had a, I had a, did a release event for it um, at the Twisted Element in Elmwood Park a few weeks ago, and the keg kicked in two hours, and people were putting it down. It was nice. yeah, it's it's uh, and I and most of our accounts have had it have called us and said they want more. Now, so. so far, you've had a you've had a number of places that you've gotten your beer in, even before that you opened. Correct. So, Correct. Um, people have been responsive to it. They've tried it. They've liked it. Whatever beers that I know that the Apex is on uh, tap over at um, where Ilya's place is yes. over at. Uh, why am I forgetting the name now? Well, we're forgetting the name. Sorry, Ilya. We've both been drinking, so that's okay. But um, but but you're getting a, a really good response with yeah, a lot of the yeah, beers. We got, about 20, we got about 20 lines on right now um, through like northern and central Jersey. All the IPA um, or is no, it no, no, no. We got stout. We have uh, we have some cherry out. We have some some uh, some of the apex. Those three we have out right now. Basically, we you know we brewed our, our first round of batches and we we said okay when we get to our grand opening we want this many barrels of each beer for our grand opening so we know we'll get through that day and not run out of anything. Right. So we had a certain allotment of kegs that we knew okay well we can get we can get this out to the market so we just you know we've been laying you know groundwork for you know quite a, you know quite a number of months while we were in the process of opening and just letting you know local um, friends of ours who own bars and restaurants and you know industry contacts say hey like we've got this thing coming down the road um, we're going to give you a shout when when the beer's ready come down have a sample you know and if you want to throw some lines on that'd be great and nice. we had a great response to it a lot of people put us on their lines and um, you know the, so we've had nothing but positive response Excellent. to it so far so yeah. now you've got six on on tap, uh, what is the eventual goal to have on tap here at the brewery? We do want to have 12 on tap. I mean, we, we got to work our way up to that with the production schedule. It'll probably take us a year or more. I don't, I'm not really sure, but um, for the for the grand opening, we have two. We have 12 taps, but they're both going to be pouring the same the sure. same lineup. 
but yeah, we do want to get up to 12, and I mean, we maybe maybe more eventually. But I mean, right now we're set up for 12 taps, and that's where we want to get to. That's the goal to have 12 porn in the in the tap room. And uh, you know, I mean, when we get to that, I think we're going to be in a good good spot. Yeah, nice. Well, listen, folks, Ghost Talk Brewing. They're directly they're just literally across the street from Rutsut. If you know where Rutsut is in Clifton, it is a very easy sell. You just walk over here. There's parking on the street. They do have a parking lot, but it's very small. They encourage you to park on the street. Uh, there's plenty of parking all the way down the road, uh, right here in Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, Ghost Talk Brewing. They are open now. Now you guys are going to be open. What's your, what's your uh, opening schedule? You're the be... grand opening is Saturday, the twentieth. Right. We'll be open. Uh, we have a ribbon cutting ceremony at twelve forty-five. We'll be pouring beers from one to ten p.m. Um, we'll be open Sunday, Easter Sunday, from one p.m. to six. And then going forward, we'll be open Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday uh, we, through yeah, Sunday. you can look, get our hours on our on our website or social media. We'll have all that posted. Our regular business hours. Yeah. Check them out: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the whole thing. They're also you know ghosttalkbrewing.com. You get all the information there. Steve, thanks so much for joining me. I very much appreciate it. Thanks for the invite. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You got it. When we come back after a short break, it's time for suds and duds, including beers from the aforementioned Ghost Talk Brewing. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder likes the president's plan for illegal immigrants. You're the one who says that illegal aliens provide all sorts of talent and, and diversity and economic prosperity to a community. Why should you refer to what President Trump is doing as dumping? He is actually providing access and, and allowing you to welcome even more uh, visitors to your city where they can enjoy sanctuary status. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 970. The answer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Where have you been? If you snore, the first time you use mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) I can breathe. I can breathe. Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep. Oh, that's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Every Saturday morning at 7, the Auto Lab, the longest-running auto show in New York City, can be heard for a full two hours. Host Professor Harold Walchok and a diverse panel of automotive experts will answer all your basic automotive questions and fill you in on the history and culture of the auto industry. The Auto Lab is on the air and here to help for a full two hours. Listen every Saturday morning starting at 7, right here on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little bare naked ladies there from their stunt album, the song appropriately titled Alcohol. I don't know if it's my necessity 
but I do enjoy beer, and I do enjoy the beer business uh, in general. Follow me uh, very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. And don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast, and you can find all the shows and follow them on those two platforms. So it's time for our Suds and Duds segment, but wanted to mention, before I get into the full Suds and Duds uh, uh, segment here, so uh, we had the interview with Steve Bauer at Ghost Talk Brewing, and I was there on Monday night, uh, to, uh, and it was a private industry event. And I have to say, I got a chance to try all of the beers that were there. And just in order of what I liked, I'm not going to get too descriptive of each of these beers. You definitely want to check them out. They're open now. I think they're going to be open, uh, what did Steve say, Thursday through uh, Sunday they'll be open. Uh, And, you know, of course, you can check Ghost Talk Brewing's uh, website at ghosttalkbrewing.com for more information on when they'll be open. Uh, They'll do growler fills. They're going to have 12 taps, but for right now they'll have six styles of beer. So each of the, the 12 taps will have two of each. They're eventually going to expand that to 12 beer offerings, but they wanted to get up and off the ground and make sure that they had enough beer for everybody in the coming weeks. And then, of course, as they move on, uh, they'll do more stuff. They're eventually going to do a cooler where you can purchase beers in cans, uh, things of that nature, which I think is really cool. But right now, growler fills only. And, of course, they'll have flights and tastes as well. So uh, in order of what I liked, the Cherry uh, Dedalian Wheat is probably my favorite beer that they have there right now. It is a 4% ABV, a 12 IBU. It is just, it, think of um, Sam Adams' cherry wheat, and this one I like better, I think, because the cherry is not so prominent in it. It's tart, it's got that ta- that cherry taste, but it's not overpowering your palate. It is such an easy sipper. Uh, I could definitely drink this all summer long, without a doubt. Uh, the Raven Dark Stout at 7%. Excellent. It's dry. It's not super boozy. It's another one of those, I'm in the mood for a stout, but I don't want to have something that's 12 or 13% that's going to knock me out after one or two glasses. The Raven Dark Stout is definitely something that you want to try. The Ghost Talk Lager uh, at a 5% ABV, very rare that you see a brewery coming out of the box making a lager. And let me tell you something, Ghost Talk is doing it right. It's just, I can't really describe it. It doesn't taste like a Blue Point toasted lager. It's just got an it's got a a real German-esque style taste with just a little bit of a bite to it. Just enough. Not not overpowering at all, but it's really really good and again at 5%, you can have a few of these and not feel uh like you're going to get bloated. Now, the two IPAs that they had, uh, uh Apex Predator IPA, which is a 6% a, uh IPA and then the Trouble IPA is at about a little over 9%. The trouble one is definitely going to get you into trouble. That one sneaks up on you. It's good. I don't think it's great, but it's a very good, solid IPA. I I would love to see them do a double IPA at like 10% and see how it works out. The Apex Predator IPA, nice, easy drinking. It's not super juicy. Um, It's it's okay. You know, again, it's not it's not blowing my socks off, but it's uh, it's a, it's a decent beer. If I had to pick one of the two, would be the Trouble IPA is the one that I would drink. And then the Dedalian wheat I had, um, it's all right. I like the cherry one better. The cherry version of it is much better uh, than the regular version. That's just my two cents on Ghost Talk Brewing. And kudos to those guys. It's rare that you see a brewery come right out of the box with very good drinkable beers. One that I thought was one of the the best was the cherry. 
Um, and the stout, very good as well. But the cherry one just kind of knocked my socks off because I was really surprised at how good it tasted. I didn't think I was going to like that one the most. And I actually like that one the most. But check them out. They're right across the street from Rut's Hut. Um, get yourself a couple of beers. Go grab a couple of hot dogs at Rut's Hut. And, and you got yourself uh, you know, a nice day there. Plus, Silk City Distillers right next door. Plenty of parking on the street. They have a small parking lot. It's not going to fit a lot of cars. Definitely park on the street. It's worth it. And it is a very easy trip uh, right off of Route 3 to get to. So let's continue on here. Suds and duds here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Uh, had an Icarus Brewing Mid-Central. Very nicely done. West Coast style, piney, nice bite to it. Uh, the fact that Icarus puts out a lot of these juice bombs, this one kind of surprised me. I wasn't sure if it was going to be, you know, uh, off the charts. It's very good, the Mid-Central. I liked it a lot. And sometimes you want that change of pace. I don't want to drink juice bombs all the time. So that was a really good beer from Icarus. Had um, the Jam Up the Mash by Collective Arts. This is a great mild sour. I've talked about these guys before. They're making great beer out of Canada and Toronto. They're going to be building a brew, a brew pub uh, in Brooklyn that I think should be open uh, before the end of this year. Dry on the back end, a little guava taste to it. Again, a mild sour. If you're looking for something to introduce yourself to sours, that's the beer to get. The Collective Arts gem up the mash, and nice to see them uh, in New Jersey as well. Folks from Funky Buddha sent me a couple of their beers. Got a chance to try them over the weekend. Had the Flo- uh, Floridian Hefeweizen. Simple, clean, banana, clove, easy drinking, well done. It's it's really hard to screw up a Hefeweizen, and it's nice to have those uh, from time to time. Okay. I don't want to say it's a palate cleanser, but it's definitely an easy drinking beer, which I liked a lot. Uh, Departed Souls, uh, Brian Kulbaki had sent me a couple of beers from uh, Departed Souls, and I thank him for that. Uh, one of the ones that they just put out uh, in the spirit of WrestleMania, Vince McCann. McCannon. You know, kind of a take on Vince McMahon. Uh, Nice and light, good lager flavor, and it grew on me by the sip. I didn't really like it at first. It was very, very light, um, almost transparent. Uh, If that's if that's a word to you know to kind of describe what the beer looked like, it was a very, very light lager. And at first sip or two, I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I like this. And then as I sipped it and it warmed up a little bit, uh, it had a lot, a lot better flavor to it. So that was. uh, That was pretty good from Departed Souls. Had the Cosmic Journey from Funky Buddha. Hazy, slightly juicy, but a nice bite. I I like the fact that it looked to me like a hazy beer, you know, and a juicy beer, and it didn't have a lot of that juice bomb characteristic that you see in a lot of these hazy IPAs. It had enough of a bite to it to make me, you know, think twice, go, oh, this is not too bad. I like this. So thanks from the folks at Funky Buddha for a couple of the beers uh, from them. I have some more in the refrigerator. I have to get to them uh, when I get a chance. So thanks to them, uh, the uh, Funky Buddha a Cosmic Journey. Again, hazy, slightly juicy, and a nice bite to it. And then finally, uh, my, my buddies at Bolero Snort, and it was funny because Scott Wells, uh, one of the co-owners of Bolero, uh, was at this industry event the other day at Ghost Talk Brewing, and we were joking about the Taste of Rainbow uh, by uh, it was a collaboration between Bolero and Imprint Beer Company. And he said to me he had a couple of cans for me, and I'm holding him to that because I went out and bought a four-pack because they had it at my local liquor store. Uh, and, I'm again, I'm happy to support local beer. Uh, but, boy, I'll tell you, we were joking about this. I don't think they really expected this beer to be that big a seller that it is. Um, it is, again, I've mentioned this before on the show, straight-up liquid Skittles. It's sour, it's sweet, it's fantastic. Scott was telling me they put 10,000 Skittles in the mash, in the mix, when they were making this beer. It is so good. I, I could, again, 
It's one of those beers that probably after the third one I would get tired of drinking it because of that sourness. But the fir- that the one that I had last week just goes down so smoothly for a sour beer. And you really, honestly, you're tasting Skittles the whole way. And then you can't believe that, wow, I'm drinking liquid Skittles and it's a beer. That's the best part about it. So... Uh, I, I give you know I give Scott and his guys a lot of credit. This is a great beer. They do some wild stuff with beer: Oreo cookies, tea, uh, a bunch of different things. Lucky Charms, by the way, that Virginia brewery not the first to do Lucky Charms. Bolero was first, and I'm sure there were others that did it before them. Uh, but this is just a great beer. If you get a chance to see this uh, in stores in New Jersey, again, taste the rain, bro. Uh, by uh, Bolero and Imprint Beer Company. It is outstanding. You will not be disappointed. It is a fantastic beer. And uh, as we were talking about uh, in uh, a couple of segments ago with Ballast Point and the fact that uh, they're having some issues and shuttering some stores and stuff, here's a perfect example. So the, the, the collaboration between Imprint and Bolero, I think it cost me, I want to say it was about 13 or 14 bucks, right, for that beer. I'll pay $14 for a four-pack of that beer. I would pay 18 for that. But when you get over $20 uh, for a four-pack of beer, it's got to be really, really good or super boozy for me to pay that kind of money uh, for that type of beer. You know, I noticed the price point from Single Cut in New Jersey, very, very high. Decadent Ales the same way. Decadent Ales, I don't think I've seen a four-pack of Decadent Ales for less than $22 a four-pack. That's a lot of money. To plunk down on a four-pack of beer. And I get the argument from some people, hey, I'm not going to do that. And to be honest, if I had to go to a liquor store and I had to choose between Decadent Ales at $22 for a four-pack of, let's say they're toasted marshmallow IPA, right? Which tastes like a s'mores. Or wet tickets uh, fully juiced at at 14 uh, a four-pack or 16 a four-pack. I'm buying the wet ticket before I buy the Decadent Ales. $22 is a lot of money. And especially when people... Didn't get as much back in their tax refund. Maybe they, you know, the pennies are a little tight and they're pinching pennies. But twenty-two and fourteen dollars—that's a lot of money. That's eight dollars. That's an eight-dollar difference. I'm sorry, but I'm going to stick with the fourteen-dollar one, folks. We are out of time. My thanks to Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Darren Yellen, Steve Bauer from Ghost Talk Brewing in Clifton, New Jersey. Thanks for the invite, guys, and good luck with the brewery. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.